If I were to say the expression, wagons ho, how many of you would recognize that term? Would you raise your hand? Mostly men and a few ladies. I grew up hearing that uh, term several times during my young childhood. That was because my dad loved westerns. And if any of you have not heard that expression before, wagons ho, H-O, it was an expression that was used by the wagon master, the person who was leading a, a group of wagons and people and families from one destination to another. And so when they had been stopped for spending the night or stopped for some reason to uh, take a break, then when it was time for them to move on and head towards their destination, the wagon master would give that call and say, Wagons ho! And when the people heard that, they knew that it meant, Let's move forward! Some of you may have heard the expression before, of, especially if you ever watched any movies of uh, old time about ships and pirates and that stuff, but you would hear the expression, land ho. And that was an expression meaning we have sp- we've been on the sea and now we have spotted land, a destination for us to arrive at. So the expression, whether move, uh, or wagons ho or land ho, the expression ho meant We are moving forward to a destination. And as we look at the scriptures this morning, we're going to be talking about moving forward. We're in Exodus chapter 14, and we're beginning in verse 13. You can either open the church app, or you can flip in your Bible there to Exodus 14 and verse 13. We'll make mention of this, that we're excited about our church app. We have have over 500 downloads now. And uh, almost 10,000 uses over the last year. We've had it for one year. And so that means every week there's close to 200 people or uses of our app. And so that's exciting that people are using it. And uh, the Bible and sermon notes are the top uses. And so that means people are sharing and growing in God's Word. But as we look at these scriptures this morning in Exodus chapter 14, we see the children of Israel are at a point that they have come out of Egypt, they've moved across part of the desert, and now they've come to the Red Sea. And now where they're at this point facing the Red Sea and no way to get across, they realize that Pharaoh has changed his mind and he's not going to let them go. And now he and his chariots and his horsemen are pursuing them and coming hot behind them. And the Lord tells Moses to raise his staff And that the Lord is going to part the sea and they will move forward or move on or go forward. And they were at a point that's pretty emotional in their life. Matter of fact, the Bible says in verse 15 of chapter 14 that the Lord said, Why are you crying out to me? And if you have a King James, it says to go forward. If you have an NIV, it says move on. And I'm kind of taking those two together about moving forward. Now, if you look at the picture that was up there, but it disappeared on me. This is what I would call a modern-day version of Moses and the children of Israel parting the Red Sea and going across. You can't see some of the captions on here, but this little uh, transportation vehicle in the bottom here in the middle says, Moses' transports, caution, Joseph's bones inside. And then it's got a little side sign there that says, parting for the next four miles. A little humor there of modern day of Moses and the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea because the Bible tells us the Lord gave them dry ground. We would look for paved ground today. 
But as we look at these scriptures, we're picking up in verse 13 where they're at a point that it's time for them to move forward, to go on, to move forward in their lives. They're at a point that they're kind of also between a rock and a hard place. And there are many times in our life, it's time to move forward, but we kind of feel like we're at a point like that. We kind of feel like we're between a rock and a hard place. We can't see a way forward, and behind is looking bad. And so we're kind of in this rock and a hard place situation in our life, but it's time to move forward. And what the children of Israel didn't seem to fully grasp was that God already had a plan and provisions for them if they would just trust Him and move forward. That's true in our lives a lot too. We may be at a point in our life that we need to move forward, we need to move on, go forward, but we feel like we're between a rock and a hard place. We, the, the behind us looks rough. The, f- the future in front of us is kind of uncertain. But if we just trust the Lord, He's already got a plan. He's already got the provisions. He's got prosperity ahead for us. We just got to trust Him and move forward. Let's look at this in Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13 through 22. As they're there at the Red Sea, the Egyptians are pursuing behind them. And it says, Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. I want you to remember that. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which He will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Now the negative Christian would hear that statement, the Egyptians that you see today you will never see again. Oh, you're saying we're dead meat, huh? Somebody was going to be dead, but it wasn't God's people. Verse 14 says, The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, this is the key part we look at today, He says, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. The NIV says, move on. We're kind of putting those two together and talk about moving forward. Verse 16 says, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will again honor over Pharaoh and over all his army and his chariots and his horsemen. And then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Verse 19 says, And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went before them, and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel, Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other. Pause there for just a moment. Basically, the Bible's telling us that the Lord created darkness for the Egyptians so they could not see, but gave light all through the night for the children of Israel to cross through on dry ground. The end of verse 20 says, So that the one did not come near the other all that night. And then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. 
And verse 22 says, So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Lord, we come to you this morning thanking you for your love and your mercy and your grace and your boundless blessings. And Lord, we thank you, God, that you said to the children of Israel, it's time to go forward, to move on. And Lord, there may be some in here today that they kind of feel like, I'd like to move forward, I'd like to move on in my life, but I'm kind of like the children of Israel, I'm between a rock and a hard place. How can I move forward successfully? And Lord, I pray, God, that you would just enlighten us through what we learned through these scriptures today about moving forward successfully so that we can have new beginnings, freshnesses in our life, and a future that is bright. And so, Lord, I pray that you just find everybody where they are, and God, that you administer through your Spirit and through the Scriptures, and God, will give you praise and honor and glory for all that's accomplished. And to that, all God's people said, Amen. What does it take to be moving forward successfully? Moving forward, you must do a couple of things. And one is, you've got to choose faith over fear. When you're in your life and you're between a rock and a hard place or maybe you're just kind of trying to break free from some things that have been holding you back or been hindering your life and you're wanting to move forward, the first thing that you've got to do is you've got to choose faith over fear. Here's what the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1.7. I want you to listen very carefully. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. The Bible is telling us that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, so if we're experiencing fear, like we just read in the Scriptures a while ago, it says the children of Israel were afraid. Matter of fact, if we read a few verses before that, we'll see that it's repeated again. They were in this rock and hard place that looked like that death was coming, and they were filled with fear. But for us to move forward in our life, just like for the children of Israel, we've got to choose faith over fear. They were looking at a Red Sea that they could not cross. They were looking at an Egyptian army that was behind them that was ready to either drag them back or to kill them, one of the two. And they were at a point that they were going to have to choose, are we going to have faith in God or are we just going to be filled with fear? And I have found this from my own personal life, that just like the Scripture says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. When we're experiencing fear in our life, it's usually of the devil. Not usually. We could always, just about say always, whether it's either self-induced of our own anxiety or whether Satan just tries to bring it into us personally. So fear doesn't come from God. The Bible tells us that we're the only type of fear we're to have is the fear of God, which is a reverent fear of Him. And so the devil is the one that gives us fear. And why does the devil give us fear? He wants to paralyze us so that we don't move forward. Because God is a God about moving forward and progressing and accomplishing much in the future. The devil is all about keeping us stagnant. And stagnation stinks. A lot of times Christians can just become stagnant in their Christianity. They're just sitting where they are and not really doing anything for the cause of Christ. And you know the Bible tells us that as Christians, our prayers are like a sweet fragrance to catch the Lord. And I wonder sometimes, as the Lord looks at us and He sees us serving Him and having faith and trust in Him, if it's not another sweet fragrance that catches the nostrils of the Lord. And if you've ever been around water that is stagnant very long, it always stinks. 
Stagnation is just being still and just not moving forward. When we're filled with fear, it creates stinky situations in our life. And the Bible tells us God hasn't given us spirit of fear. So what has God given us? He's given us power, love, and a sound mind. And the soundness of mind is putting our mind controlled by Christ. What are the type of fears that sometimes will cause us to be stagnant, to be paralyzed? The fear of failure will cause many people to be just standing still, paralyzed, and not moving forward. That's where the children of Israel were. They were filled with fear. Fear of failure. We, what, if we, what if we do try to move forward and we fail? I can imagine that even as Moses parted the sea, and the Bible tells us that on the right hand was a wall of water, and on the left hand was a wall of water. One of the scriptures kind of uses the expression of it being congealed. It's just like it had become a sea of water that was just stationary there. And the thought could have crossed many of their minds, and that is, what if we start moving and we don't make it? What if the water doesn't stay up in this state of a wall on each side of us? In our minds, a lot of times, we, we create a lot of what-ifs, don't we? Matter of fact, in the college and career class, Logan throwed in there a few of the what-if scenarios, uh, the worst-case scenarios. We just have a natural tendency to do that. The worst-case scenario is the uh, children of Israel all get into the middle of the Red Sea, and then the walls collapse. We have the fear of failure. We also have the fear of loss. The children of Israel, as they were in this situation, they were creating in their mind, you know, we were in slavery in Egypt, but at least we had food to eat. Now we've lost that. We don't have even those daily provisions that we were having. And a lot of times we will run those through in our mind, a fear of, if I do this, what if I lose what little I did have? Maybe as Christians, we need to be reminded that the Bible tells us in Philippians 4.19 that our God shall supply all our needs according to His riches and glory. There is nothing, I want you to listen. If you're listening, say amen. amen. There is nothing that we can't lose in our life that God can't provide something better. You should say a hearty amen. Let me say that one more time. There's nothing that we can't lose in our life that God can't provide something better. Amen. amen. Fear of loss. If we do lose something in our life, God will always make the provisions for whatever we need. The Bible tells us in the Proverbs that, although I believe it's the psalmist who said, he's never seen a child of God begging for bread. What is that a reminder? That in our daily provisions, God's always going to meet our needs. There's also, in today's terms, a lot of times we have fear of rejection. Fear that if we begin to move forward, then we're going to have opposition from other people or other means that are going to come against us. And that fear will paralyze us and cause us not to move forward. And so today, if God is wanting you to move forward in your life, and I said moving forward, not just moving on. I have over the years heard people say, you know, it's just time for me just to move on. And usually when someone says that, it's in a, in a negative attitude. You know, I just need to just move on from him or move on from her. I just need to move on. It's just about just going some direction. But God's not just about going some direction. He's about moving forward in a godly direction. So today, if there's fear in your life and God's telling you to move forward, 
Remember, moving forward is moving in the direction that God wants you to go. It's moving in a positive direction where God has a plan and provisions and prosperity in your future. God has plans, provisions, and prosperity in your future. So choose faith over fear. And that is, Lord, you've started me moving in this direction. So, Lord, I'm going to have faith that you're going to take care of me the whole way. Moving forward successfully is choosing faith over failure. The other thing that you got to choose is the Lord over logic. If you're going to move forward in your life as a Christian, you will always be challenged. And that is, are you going to trust the Lord or trust the logic that is going around in your brain? Now, there's nothing wrong with good thinking and good logic. I have just found that in the Christian life, the Lord, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to walk by faith, doesn't it? And when we're walking by faith, a lot of times the Lord tests us to see where our faith is and see whether we're going to go by human logic or just by trusting in the Lord's leadership. And if you and I are going to move forward successfully, we've got to choose the Lord over logic. Here's what the Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, but don't lean on your own understanding. You know why that's all in one statement there? Because a lot of times trusting the Lord doesn't really match up to what we want to analyze. Yet the Bible tells us that God's ways are not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts. Now does that mean that we just our brains are all messed up and we don't know how to think straight? No, God's given us the means of thinking logically. But what when the Bible says the Lord's ways are not our ways, we can only see things for the surface, can't we? We don't know what the future holds, but as Christians we know who holds the future. And therefore, we have to have faith to take away logic sometimes and trust the Lord. And choosing the Lord is always the best way because when we're analyzing things in black and white, when we're looking at our scenario and our situation and we think, okay, one plus one equals two, so I should do this. And yet the Lord is saying, hey, listen, I put the numbers together. I know how it works. You just trust the one who put it all in creation and the one who puts it all spinning together. Choose the Lord. Logic. Logic a lot of times will say, this way is the best way, but that may not be the Lord's way. Logic will sometimes say, this is the most secure way, but that may not be the best way. Logic will sometimes say, well, this seems the most prosperous, but yet that may not be the Lord's way. When we are moving forward in our life, there is always going to be the battle of black and white and logic versus what the Lord is leading. And does that mean that, how do we make the decision? When the Lord is, you know, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, that's when the Lord is tugging at our spirit and our soul. And you know, when the Christian is being spoke to by the Lord, we know it. It's whether we're just going to trust and obey, because that's the only way. Logic is good in normal day life, but the Lord trumps logic every time. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in all your understanding. And it says, in all your ways acknowledge Him. There's the key part. Whatever I'm doing, whatever direction I'm going, 
I need to ask myself the question, and that is, am I acknowledging, am I affirming the Lord and His Word? You know, I have had people that have told me, you know, I really feel like this is the direction the Lord wants me to go. And they have told me things, and I'm saying, wait a minute, time out. You feel like the Lord's leading you to do this? I remember one of the ones that was the most dramatic to me was a woman who told me, said, you know, I really believe the Lord wants me to divorce my husband. Now, he had not committed adultery. He had not abused her physically in any way. She said, I I feel like the Lord wants me to to leave my husband, to divorce him. I said, you do? Mm Mm-hmm. I said, well, what does God's Word say? We talked about God's Word, and there was no logic to God's Word that matched up what she was deciding. She was leaning into her own understanding and she was not acknowledging Him. You see, when we acknowledge God, when we affirm Him, it has to match up with God's Word. Everybody got that? If you're with me, say amen. When we're making decisions in our life, when we're making directions that we want to go in our life, whatever decision we're making, whatever directions we feel like is tugging at our heart and our logic and our mind, If it doesn't line up with God's Word, then it's not of the Lord. It's of ourself. You see, that Scripture doesn't just say, just go on any whim, but it makes sure that you are acknowledging and affirming the Lord, and when you acknowledge Him, when you affirm your direction and the decision you're making lines up with God's Word and God's will, then He will direct your paths. Let me ask you the question this morning. Is it time to put some things in the past and start moving forward. The song that the musicians are going to sing in just a moment, and I want you to listen to the words very carefully. But in that song, it talks about the past. And you know, I mentioned that sometimes logic will tell us, well, I feel more secure here. I have seen people who have been trapped and paralyzed in not following the Lord's leadership in their life and the Lord's direction because of a sense of security. I feel more secure in this. That's where the children of Israel, when they started seeing that Red Sea and they saw the Egyptians coming behind them, even after they crossed the Red Sea, and there were those moments where they were hungry and they thirsty, and then they were starting to say, you know what, back in Egypt we have watermelon, cantaloupe, you know, we had a place to lay down. There was a sense of security there. I have seen even people in marriage relationships tolerate abuse because there's a sense of security there. At least I have a place. I have someone that I am attached to. But the only security that we need to attach ourselves to in our lives is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because He's the only one Because the Bible tells us this, He'll never leave you and He'll never forsake you. I'll ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment as the musicians come to get a song ready. Is it time to move forward in your life? Put the past behind you and move forward. Choosing faith over fear and choosing the Lord over logic. It's time to put the past behind you. Start moving forward and let the Lord lead in your life. This morning, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I just want to ask this question, and that is, if God's speaking to you that it's time to move forward, 
Maybe your life, even spiritually, has become stagnant. You're just kind of sitting still. Nothing changing spiritually in your life. Or maybe you're just in a situation where you know you need to move forward, but fear has paralyzed you. Or maybe logic has you just holding back. But God is speaking to you this morning, and you know you need to make a step to move forward. And you want me to lift you up in prayer. Would you just lift up your hand and say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. You may put your hands down. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you now. Lord, I thank you so much for how you find us where we are and show us and tell us exactly what we need. And Lord, this message about moving forward is moving forward with your leadership in the direction that you would have us to go, living the life you would have us to live. It's not about just saying, forget it, I'm moving on. But it's moving forward under your leadership and your guidance in a positive direction. Lord, it's about moving forward under your plan with your provisions to see the prosperous ways of the future. And so, Lord, I pray, God, that for those who raised their hand that said, Pastor, would you pray for me this morning? Because that's kind of where I am. I need to move forward. And, Lord, if, if it's someone that fear has paralyzed them, God, I pray that their faith would kick in this morning and saying, I'm going to make the step to move forward. Because God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power. And I'm going to go in the power of the Lord, of love. The Lord loves me. And of a sound mind, I know that the Lord will speak to me what I need to know. I'm going to conquer fear with my faith. And Lord, if for someone that has been logicking things out and they just have been paralyzed with logic, Lord, I pray that they'll choose you this morning. Choose you because, Lord, the Scriptures tell us, trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, our own logic, but in all our ways acknowledge you, affirm your word and your will, and then you will direct our paths. So God, if for someone that's been paralyzed by fear, may faith give them the victory. Lord, if someone has been paralyzed by logic, or maybe they're even going in a different direction, Lord, I pray that they'll choose to listen to you, to affirm your word and your will for their life, and to move them forward. And Lord, I'm just claiming right now in the name of Jesus, and by the blood of Jesus Christ, a great victory for some folks to move forward. Lord, I pray in God that for the Christian that just came in with not thinking there's really any problems in their life, but Lord, you pierced their heart this morning, even with the statement of just standing still and being stagnant and their life starting to stink because they're not moving forward with you and serving you with all their heart. Lord, my prayer is this morning, God, that we'll move forward and we'll move under your leadership because you've got a plan, you've got the provisions there's prosperity in the future. And Lord, we'll give you the praise and honor and glory this morning. For it's in your name we pray. Amen.